the unofficial lounge with Ashante, Craybon, and Monty. We're here to give you the insight into some of the biggest plays you remember involving the people wearing the stripes. We look at the grit it takes to become an official while exploring the history of officiating with the people who made it. It's more than black and white. In this episode, we talk to Dwayne Johnson and Tyler Olson of the Rule 11 Podcast, the officiating podcast originators. Iron sharpens iron kind of thing. We kind of clicked and we're like, hey, let's do some stuff together and kind of work on this craft together. Yeah, so that's how I got started, I think. Rule 11 fellas, talk about the significant milestone of 100,000 downloads. I go, hey, yeah, you know where we're at? We're like 97,000. Like, this might take two weeks and we might be there. I couldn't believe it. And that's a testament to all the football officials, is all it is. It's not, you know, we'll take some credit, but it's, it's everybody who listens and downloads. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Unofficial Lounge. We are joined today by Dwayne and Tyler, the hosts of the Rule 11 podcast. These two gentlemen have been changing college football with their podcast they both are living in the state of washington we'll get to know their background a little bit more as we move forward but if you are in college football today are looking to get into college football everybody is pushing you to their podcast because it has been absolutely amazing for this industry and we just look for this time to get to know these guys better please everybody welcome to the unofficial lounge the rain and Wow. Yeah. Saul, I don't think we need to have the show now. That was such a good intro. <laughs> wow. And he went off script with that. <laughs> What's that up, fellas? Well, how, you, how you doing, Monty? Hey, I'm fantastic. And I, and I, I as a, a fellow Sasa camper with you guys, I truly appreciate you guys being here, man. Well, uh, known known yeah. the fellas since 28, uh, shoot, no, 2016, were we at Sasa? Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something right around there. Man, man, wow. just appreciate you guys being here. So, Our Tyler, point. I don't think you or I have ever met in person. I know Dwayne, we met a few years back at Tate Council. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever met Tyler in person yet. So I will correct yes. you on that, Craven. Uh-oh. One time. Damn. Oh, see, One hold on. Time. Hey. Okay. So okay. This, this is how it I'll happened, tell you guys. when. You ready? Okay. <laughs> there it is. He hit the big one out of the back. That was too oh, soon, Monty, for the big time. Man, oh. he just said, oh, I, 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 I've never seen you before in my life. I, <laughs> Who are I, you? <laughs> you're, you're starting off wrong. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said, you know. He didn't recall or said. Right. right. So two, this was probably three years ago, Dwayne, when we were down at uh, the Rose Bowl for that, uh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for that camp. Southern uh, Cal. Can't, I can't remember what, it, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, Southern Cal Invitational. Yeah. Oh, DT. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. yep. Yeah, and uh, we, we, we met briefly at the a- in the afternoon as we were leaving. So it was real, real brief. So uh, not, not even a thought of, of uh, not remembering that four minutes. So no big deal. <laughs> Gotcha. Sorry. Sorry. No sorry. worries. Was that, was that, was that, it was at the Rose Bowl, though, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, that okay. One. Okay. That one. Okay. He All right. Some, too many camps, guys. Just, just bear with yep. him. Yep. You know? <laughs> just bear with him. <laughs> we won't even go into that. 
But no, guys, we're we going to get off track real quick. But no, thank you once again for joining the show. And, you know, let's, let's start with you, Tyler. So you were born and raised in the Tacoma area of, of Washington. Did you, did you play sports in high school? Uh, yeah, yeah. I played uh, three years of high school football. I tried to. Um, it was, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. It was great. You know, I had a bad attitude, so I wasn't really a good team player. But uh, I also played golf, so that was kind of a big uh, – that's, that's kind of a, that's a drastic change from sport to right. sport. But right. uh, I played sport. That's hey, come on, man! Now, that's a tough right, game. That, that's, that's yes, that's the toughest. That's the toughest game out there. So, moving not on. in high school. That's not a sport. <laughs> well, those are the two sports I played in high school. Um, but yeah, grew up in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Been here my whole life. He's an okay. out, he's an outstanding golfer, by the way. Okay, he's gonna be humble. Go. I'm a, I'm gonna have to just po- point out some things because he's gonna be humble. So I'm gonna okay. So so we, we we're gonna have to we're gonna have to play someday when I've. Uh, up in that area absolutely if you, are, are, you, are you five good five, five handicap five listen good? here okay here's a story okay we always talk about the no the no reply all emails right so one year at sas stars and stripes academy we used to they used to play golf before ryan dixon would put the golf together right right and he asked for handicaps so he can group people together and the one time I hit the reply, not the one time, but maybe the, you know, the handful of times I hit the reply all and, and typed in the number, <laughs> I got a bunch of flack for it, you know, because everybody's you know, sending you like, oh, bitch, big time, blah, 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 all this crap, right? So, you accidentally hit reply all or Correct. that single, or that single no digit handicap. That. Yeah. No, that single it, digit handicap. Accidents yeah. don't happen when you're hitting your fist on the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, on, not on Google Mail. I don't see that. That, that no reply all just straight up feature. So oh. we still ain't said, so we hitting, are we, are we even? It's, it's, on, we it's even? single digits. In the five. It's, yeah, five, in, round five. Woo! Woo! Man, that's maybe good. I won't be playing with you. Come on. Yeah, I want no parts of snakes and skins with you. I'll, huh? I'll bring I'll bring a dozen balls and a dozen beers. Hey, <laughs> whatever works. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So are you you live in a Tacoma area now? You Correct. married, kids? Yeah, married. Uh, we had our twentieth or nineteenth anniversary about three weeks ago. Um, we got uh, three kids together, two grandkids. Uh, our last one just moved out to go to uh, college in, at Washington State University uh, about three weeks ago. Uh, so we're an empty nesters, as they call it. So it's been kind of different, but uh, yeah. Give that man a clap for that. Yeah, congratulations. Right. Congratulations. Right. Appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, where's that clap? Right. Now, clap. Once, now <laughs> once they make it off the ledger, it's even better, right? right. Out the house first. And yep. then well, he got the, the 25. He got yeah. the 25. Yeah. <laughs> so you have you have one now in Pullman and you have two that's already two graduated? That, yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're still okay. in the area working um just you know trying to survive like the most the rest of us out here. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. So you're you're you started officiating which we'll get into but but you started mm-hmm. officiating after you got married? Yes, correct. Okay. That's a little bit of the story. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. So Dwayne. Yeah. My man. Yes, sir. I know you're in the Washington area now, but we started the show before we got started. You said yeah. you, you're from New York. So where, what part of New York did you grow up in? Um, <clears throat> I'll just say the city because I went, I grew up, I mean, I was born in Manhattan. I uh, spent most of the time in the Bronx and then I uh, went to high school in Brooklyn. And so 
uh, New York is so small area wise that I'll just say the city, basically. Um, he has nowhere yeah. to claim because most people from New York let you know. From, if you're from the BX, claim it. <laughs> <laughs> they claim that. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you, if you make me point one, it's definitely the Bronx. So that's my, uh, my East New York is in New York. That's uh, Scotty Typer area, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. oh yeah, right. Scotty Typer. Yep. So, He's so a, what? Oh. Dwayne's not a Bronx, a Bronx brawler though. Dwayne's <laughs> <laughs> not. Gonna, no, nah. Not, <laughs> nah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> okay, side story. Were you present for that holding presentation between Scott yes. Heifer and yes. Apollo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. Yes. That was okay. I was like, what is going I think that was my, that might have been my first camp. Hold on. Save it. <laughs> save it. Because yeah. we're gonna plug that into Scott's <laughs> okay. interview. Oh yeah, save that one. So what <laughs> what what got you to the Pacific Northwest? Um, the military. So I was, I went, joined the army and then, um, ended up at, uh, Fort Lewis here locally, decided to stay here, uh, raise a family. And, uh, so yeah, liked it out here. Uh, decided to stay. Okay. Yep. So married wife, kids. Yeah. Uh, married, uh, 21 years back in May. You guys yeah, are heroes. Man. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. 20 yeah. and 21. Yeah. Maybe that's why y'all caught up. He's trying to get <laughs> no, y'all caught up with those numbers. Forgive him. Good job. Good job. Good job. That, no, that, I congratulate you. I'm, I'm coming on like year six or seven somewhere in there. And I'm, <laughs> You're not even double hear, digit. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I hear 20 and 21, I start sweating. <laughs> but yeah, 21, uh, I have four children. Well, three adult children out of the house and then my uh 16 year old still living here in the house so there's the, f- the family no grandkids yet okay yeah okay. that makes that makes you stay young <laughs> <laughs> so how did so, you guys both get into football um, want to start Dwayne? go ahead into uh officiating football yeah well i mean i used to coach youth football i think i heard uh Craven say the same thing. <laughs> you can just so see everybody hot, just smiling and giggling. Oh, you had we the can't wait 16. to hear about this. Yeah, you had the sixteen plays. You had a running gases. <laughs> yeah, so I used to coach uh, youth football for probably probably for about ten years, and kind of got tired of. Frankly, the parents, officials. the parents, <laughs> yeah, screaming at the officials, yeah. But I, so I wanted to still stay involved in football. <clears throat> and actually, my plumber came over to do some work and uh, kind of put that bug in my ear about officiating. And uh, then the rest is history. I went to the high school meeting, and, and that's how I got started. I think that's the best story, the plumber. <laughs> the plumber. So, so, so did the plumber treat you like Ashante's co-worker said, show up to this meeting and bring a check with you? <laughs> Nah, hey. but I heard that. that guy. He, called, he, <laughs> hey, he called ahead. Like, hey, he called ahead. <laughs> so hold up. So ten years. So you was like in your mid, in your thirties, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, uh, yeah, probably late thirties. So okay. yeah. So none of those late thirties when you out? started. Yeah, yeah, late thirties when I started. So none of those kids you coach panned out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one of them did. 
I can, let me see if I get on. Um, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah. Know him from. Okay. I've yeah, heard okay. the name. What's my big I've time? I've heard the name. What's my big time music? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He says ass for it now. We can't confirm that, Mont. Put a pause on that. No, 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 no. We can always take him back. No, no. He played in the pack. But we don't know if he coached him, though. I can say I coached on Baby Ronnie Brown. No, you probably got ran over by Ronnie Brown in high school. It's what you remember. He was out there. You know what I'm saying? I keep. I'm not going to go back to my, my Al Bundy story. So how'd you get started, Tyler? Um, my wife, actually. She, because uh, I use, that's a lot a of us duo. young, a, a, down, a lot of us. That is, that's a different thing. I know. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you. Because I, I, we, as, as young folks, we like to talk about things a lot of times and, and really never like follow through when we're in our 20s. And I used to talk about it all the time. I wanted to, to uh, officiate football because I love football. And I just never, never did anything. And, and then uh, I remember... It was like August, um, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. And, uh, my wife sent me a text message and, and sent me the phone number to our association. She says, you've been talking about this for eight years here. Why don't you, so everything from, from then, from then to now, it's all her fault. So she can't complain about all the work I do. Cause she's the one who gave me the phone number. Well, no. what, what, what I heard Tyler was, she yeah. said, put up and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, wait. But my, my question, Tyler, yes. is most people get into officiating, not know, not even thinking about it beforehand. It's kind of just somebody presented to us. Yeah. You were talking about it yeah. before. So what made you talk about even officiating before you eight got years, into it? Craven. I just it eight years, <laughs> a long time. I'm telling you, I don't, it was something about, um, <clears throat> like I'm a sucker for a good announcement. I, I just, I, I've been, I've watched football officials, um, work, you know, cause I've always watched in football games cause I, I love the game. And, uh, I just said, I want to do that someday. I'd really love to do that. I think it would be pretty good at it and just never did anything about it until somebody got the phone number for me. So you were the one person in the stands not related to one of the officials actually knowing that we existed on yes, the sir. field yes, before sir. you started? Absolutely. Wow. Now that's unofficial because <laughs> most people, when they when sports fans, yeah. don't pay attention to the officials unless something goes totally wrong right. or it's one of our family members in the crowd. And I understand that now. <laughs> Right. So, your wife. Te- how did your wife get? She googled. She googled the Western Washington Football Officials Association and just sent me the phone number, and I and, and so, I, I made the phone call. And you and just they, showed up to a meeting. Showed up. Not they said, anybody. "Bring a check." Yeah, not knowing anybody. Right. right. See, I'm not the only one. You got to bring a check, baby. <laughs> so now that you guys both uh, started out in high school. Mm-hmm. You were doing, I'm sure, in your area, too. You probably was working some youth football as well, uh, officiating that. What made you guys decide to take that jump to where you wanted to work collegiately? Go ahead, Dwayne. Well, for, yeah, for me, you know, um, I don't know. I guess it's just the way I'm wired is, like, when, um, when I started high school and figured out that I liked doing it, I wanted to kind of be get better at it and do it at the high high level. Um, and I was just in high school, right? I was just trying to make playoffs and things like that. And um, but then there was this. They uh, talked about like every year at the end of the year, 
Mm-hmm. Um, at the high school meeting, the, the small college guys would come and talk about um, coming in a small college and what it took to kind of work at the college level. And as soon as they said that, um, kind of the extra work you had to put in and 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 all that effort and that and that sort of thing that appealed to me. So and the uh, less money you that's get, that's what got it for me. What's that? And the, you can do two and Q while you sit at home. Now you got to yeah, drive yeah. five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they didn't uh, they didn't go too much into the grind, but um, they did let us know it was going to be more work than it was in that's high right. school. Yeah, right, right. They lied right. to you. Yeah. So how about you, Tyler? Uh, mine was a little different. Um, I mean, I, I different, but the same, cause I'm, I'm real competitive and I, I hate, I hate losing. And, uh, anyway, I was working a five person, uh, JV game on a Monday night under the lights. Um, Monday night football I, for high school. Yeah. Hold yeah. On. Well, we, we do, we five. do sub varsity <laughs> and five person. That was different. We yeah. we had five Only three person. get paid. Who didn't get paid? <laughs> I know. Oh, we, I, didn't get paid I got then. paid. I don't. I don't know okay. about everybody else. I got paid. No, that's all. Or I know. Did, or did they take that three person check and split it five ways? <laughs> right. I have been part of that. Yeah. Right. The, the the referee was a um, was a NIFOA member, a small college official, D three and D two, I believe, at the time. And he was the referee, and and uh, I was working H uh, on the line, and. Uh, this quarterback threw a backward pass and I punched backward and, and he saw that and he was like, what, what was that? You know, he, 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 he's never seen, you know, JV game. Well, you don't expect that. And he's, so he comes up, he goes, you, you should apply to the uh, small college group. So I did. And uh, I didn't get <laughs> hey, wait, in the wait, first wait. couple of years. Oh, and yeah, what year was this? Hold, this wasn't your wait, first wait, year, right? No, stop, fourth, stop, no, stop. third no, year, no, no, third no. year in high school. No, no, this is the unofficial lounge. Yeah, yeah. So you telling me the simplest mechanic yes. of punching back? Yeah, I'm telling a backwards you. Backwards pass. The person well, said you should go to the next level. He, yeah, that's exactly the truth. That's how low the bar is. And that's how low the bar is up here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we got a low bar up here. <laughs> Uh, I just punched yep. back. Yep. So, again, we don't talk mechanics, but we're talking right. about the simplest thing yep. that a backwards pass yep. that you punch back on. Well, slow down there, Smith. You done, you've you missed a punch back before. Relax. <laughs> relax. Don't don't relax. Huh? But I'm that's, saying. That's, yeah, I'm just telling you the story. Right. Can, no, I love fantastic I love job, Tyler. Don't, don't, let, don't let Ashante talk to oh, you. Now. Wait a Trust me. Yeah, that's what, I think there's more to it. Did he... Did he stop the game after the punch back and come over and talk to me about it? Are you sure that was a fumble? <laughs> he, hey, he went like a timeout. We're, we're right. still here. It's fine. Official it time. Official yeah, right. Time. Exactly. exactly. No, oh, no it was after the game. Yeah. Awesome. So nice. I, it was more nice. than the punch back, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. He saw your whole game. Right. Right. So now let's let's hold up for the audience. I got one more. This is for Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, this is for Dwayne. I'm sorry. So you went from being a 10 year Pop Warner coach. Now you're just getting your feet wet as an official. Mm-hmm. I know they looked at you as a traitor <laughs> as you came back and did games. Right. Let's talk about that experience. Oh. The uh, the switch over. Yeah, the switch over. And you, you you're reffing your friends and they talking to you like you don't know what you're doing out here. <laughs> Um, How many I didn't, I didn't get that kind of, I didn't get yeah. that kind of hate from, uh, people. Well, one, I never, um, like my first few years, I never officiated the, the games of the, the teams that I was coaching with or Got against. It. 
Like I right, always no, went to other leagues for some reason. Got you. So yeah, so I kind of dodged that bullet probably. So no, gotcha. I'm gonna go to the trunk moments with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there was that, but it was just <laughs> one people I knew. <laughs> At least it was strangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for us here in Southern California, we have a lot of junior college, community college football mm-hmm. that we can work. So explain to us so we can know a little bit better as far as the small college in your in Washington area. Mm-hmm. How did you guys go from high school? What is the next step in the Washington area? Uh, is it community college for you guys to work? Is it Division three? What's the next step? You want to take the way you want? I'll, 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 I'll go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. Basically, we have some we have some D three schools in uh, Washington and Oregon, and uh, there's there's a handful of uh, there was a handful of uh, community colleges that has diminished to 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 nil to none uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, so really, there is no real work except to get accepted as a candidate in the in your local area. And, and work some scrimmages in the spring. That's really all your opportunities that, that there are. Yeah. And uh, you, you may or may not, we, I mean, we tell them today, you, you may or may not ever see a football field on game day. Uh, that's that's the, the numbers game that we have up here. But, but as far as just working to, to get your craft better at seven-person or eight-person mechanic, it was all spring scrimmages. That's all we got. Yeah. Wow. Well, for, sorry, for us, though, Tyler, we were lucky yeah. that – they just started up this um, kind of community college um, kind of football clubs they were doing. So they weren't really J- JC teams that represented the, 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 the schools. They were actually like clubs. And so we got to work those games. And then just recently they kind of died off because they couldn't right. sustain them. Right. Yeah. So guys now, just like Tyler said, um, it's just scrimmages basically. So you guys are working with our local high school units and becoming a candidate to be a part of the division three and then to hopefully someday get hired division three. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Carla said it took them three years as an applicant before they even called them back. That punch back wasn't that strong. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't as memorable. Nope. <laughs> so, cause we like to let the, the world know and the community know about yeah. officiating yeah. and I, I, just to, talk about you guys local area there's a lot of demand or a lot of wait time to get to division three yeah. how is you guys's numbers at your local high school associations now well, well you were an ex-recruiter yeah. go ahead yeah I, I actually like took on a job to try to recruit to be a recruiting coordinator at uh, the high school because the numbers are getting really low um i think we are probably in the 140 range for our Tacoma uh, group probably should be more in a 170 range yeah. to cover everything we need to cover yep. on a weekly basis. So um, high school numbers are kind of fairly low. About um, how many high schools do you guys cover? It's schools themselves. On a given night, I, I don't know how many number schools wise, but on a given night, we can have 20 games to cover, right? That's that's are, high the high end. Yeah. That's a high end number. And you yeah. guys, you guys are working five man at most high schools. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah. that's okay. not that's not even including all the JV that they did the day before, and then all the right uh, pop Warner on the weekend. So yeah, like, you need a lot just, of guys. A lot of guys. Right. Yep. Yeah. Real, real, real low. Like right, like the country. So. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, guys, I'm, I'm assuming you guys met through your high school association. Yep. Yep, we did. Okay. So, what created that bond for you guys to where I, – I, I don't want to jump to the podcast yet, yeah. but what mm-hmm. created that bond to where you guys started to just get to know each other better, talking off the field? What was it, just, you know, hanging out after games, you know? Um, you, uh, well, I can I, – I, for me – well, I mean, we never, we never even worked a game together, hardly, right? No, nope. <laughs> well, we, we worked the same position. Right? We worked the same position in high school. Okay. So, um, but I think it was more when we were coming up through the uh, small college ranks, yep. Yep. where we saw the work ethic. At least for me, um, I saw Tyler had a similar work ethic, probably even more. Um, he's like the hardest working person I know, um, but. I saw he had great work ethic and, you know, um, iron sharpens iron kind of thing. We mm-hmm. kind of clicked and we're like, Hey, let's do some stuff together and kind of work on his craft together together. And so, um, yeah, so that's how I got started. I think. Yep. Okay. Same. So Tyler, yep. how long did it take from you doing an amazing punch back <laughs> <laughs> to then getting hired with the, you're working GNAC now, correct? Correct. Okay, so how long before the famous punchback until you're being <laughs> hired in a GNAC? In a GNAC, it was three years. Okay, so that wasn't that wasn't that's that long. Too bad. That, no, that's not, that's not yeah. too bad. Like a I, I got I got a I got a fortunate you know a, a, a guy retired. Okay, he 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 had a life changing moment. Wanted to you know get away from the game. He was in his prime. He stepped down. I was like Maverick and Goose. You know, Goose quit. I I followed into place. And then, you know, I got some games and started working and, and uh, I just slowly got, uh, got better. And, uh, and I think it was D2, D3 for two years and then uh, my first opportunity in D2 uh, in 2018. As a okay. back judge. 2018, yep. Yep, back judge, yes. Awesome. Back, oh, you went from you're the line deep, to the back? You're deep now? Oh, man, I, I, got, I oh, got the phone call. Traitor. I got the phone <laughs> call. Hold up, Craven. I got the phone call and he says, I'm hiring you as back judge and I, I – didn't know what to do thank you jesus thank i had you. Yes, no idea i never worked back judge in my life <laughs> i gotta figure yes. this out yes sir and you said yes i said and yes only, and let's get it that's called only fools Steve. say no <laughs> only i'm fools a line say of, no. i'm a line of scrimmage official i want to study be where i'm at that's right i, mean, I want to keep punching back come on <laughs> i want right. to punch you don't, have to, you don't have to punch you just punch, push up <laughs> yeah. pump. let's that's pump. try it <laughs> now that's it that's that's great so now you've been with the gnac since 2018 so you work yep. 2018 2019 question mark for 2020 for covid yep what's going on okay. with you guys up, up they moved everything to the spring yes yeah everything's postponed to spring yeah. okay so we're not so, doing anything right yeah. right i'm and and the crazy thing is is when we say not doing anything, mm-hmm. are you guys, you guys' high schools aren't even going too, right? No That's high correct. school football nope. either? Nope. Okay. So there nothing. is nothing. <laughs> right. So there is absolutely nothing to work. The same here for us in SoCal. There is yeah. nothing to work whatsoever. There's no getting snaps. It's just yeah. watching film and watching the Big 12 get beat by <laughs> the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Kansas State. <laughs> Are they in the really in the Kansas State really in the Big Twelve? 
hey, they're the, one of the founding members of the Big 12, if I'm not mistaken. They are because a charter Because it's Kansas member. State. They hey. just there. Kansas needs another team to beat. <laughs> so, Dwayne, you starting out. We don't have an amazing punch back uh, for you. <laughs> yeah. As we I'm do with Tyler. Still sharp and still, though, Craven. Yeah, that's right, a good right. one. That he, was he a good one. That. I heard that. Still <laughs> sharp and still. That <laughs> was so man, you, you were hired. I swear to God, big time. <laughs> you were hired in the Big Sky in 2018? Um, so 2017, I was um, hired as a developmental. Okay. And uh, so I did developmental for two years and then just last year, I got hired um, uh, full time on a crew. So hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you got hired last year, and then if I'm not mistaken, you down, were Craven. the alternate on <laughs> yeah, the championship down. game. Slow down, slow down, Craven. You missed this man grind. You didn't describe. Oh, wait, 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 trying to get wait, to the wait. end. I'm tired of yes. you getting to the end. Get to the middle. Let's do the middle first. Wait, 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 wait. We don't wait, care. Wait. We gonna get to that. Hold on. Hold on. Stop being the hater as you are, my friend. You talk, you're trying to get to the – we got to build that story. <sighs> as we started <laughs> this way. Build the story. All right. It, so, uh, Dwayne. Yeah. An alternate D1 FCS level. How did you get from Division Thank three you. and Division Thank two you. to there? Um, and how long? A lot, a lot of camps, right? Camp. So, a lot of camps and clinics. I think I've probably been to more camps and clinics in the last five years than most people. So, um, so I think that was there was that. Then I, so, because then I had a lot of networking, a lot of opportunities happen, just meeting people and um, just doors opening up, um, and then. Um, just specifically last year, um, I don't know. I just I had a decent season, and um, then I got the call for a playoff game, and I was like, "What is going on?" And uh, so you just work what they give you. I can't. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I did specifically to uh, get those games or to be the alternate, but it was. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I was humbled by by it all. I just do what I uh, kind of do all. I've been doing since um, D three basically is just kind of do the best I can. So, uh, so Dwayne, we have we have a lot of talk about camps on the yeah. show yes. uh, with different people. What yeah. made you decide? And Tyler, I know for you, we're going to ask the same question. What made you decide to start going to camps? when you first start going to camps, what made you decide to go to your first camp? Uh, so my first camp was a high school camp down in Fresno. Well, actually I went to a local camp here first, but my first camp out of the state was in Fresno, the high school camp they used to have down there. Um, so I went through what that. Year? You remember what year it was? Um, had, I don't know, 2012, 11, well, something probably. like that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I went there. It was the year I went to my, before I went to my first state council. So, Eleven, uh, yeah. whenever that was. So, uh, so when I went there, just kind of, you know, you it's the first time I got out of the state and kind of my local area, 
And so I got to see on a bigger level uh, what this officiating thing was all about, even though it was at the high school level. Um, you know, the guys that, that taught there, they're all great officials and all that good stuff. Um, got to see what people were doing in other states, talk to other folks, and I just kind of opened my eyes big time. And so I said, I got to do this again when I went to the, uh, when I got to become a candidate in the small college, I was like, I got to get better at this. And for me, um, starting at such a late age, I started, like I said, I started the, the football thing at late, late thirties. And so I was like, I got to figure out a way to catch up. You know, a lot of guys, I hear them say, Oh, I got 20 years in and, and mm-hmm. or I got the guy, I don't have 20 years left to do this. Right. So I got to try to catch up as much as I can. And so camps <clears throat> to me was my, um, it's how I could kind of catch up and, uh, and, and get training a little bit faster and try to hopefully speed some, some of the processes up. Yeah. Okay. And Tyler, how about you? What made you decide to start going to camps? My man, Dwayne. I mean, I saw, okay. him, I saw him going and, and we, we worked a lot, a lot together as far as uh, study group, uh, you know, sending text message of place scenario, you know, ever oh, since yeah. we started doing that and I saw him going to, to camps and, uh, I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta do that too. So, uh, 2013 was my first camp at Tate, uh, Tate council. Okay. Question. So the, the early stages of when you go on to the camps that early, you went in not knowing the game, right? Not, not being the as camp polished, game. the camp, the camp game, game not right. as being as polished. Right. Right. Yep. So that was some mistakes you guys were making on the field Oh yeah. that you were able to get away with that mm-hmm. didn't hinder you. Right. Sure. Yeah. Is that so now say, would, would you recommend somebody doing that come in as unpolished as you guys did to go to well, a camp? I would say, depend on the camp you want there to go, go. to. Absolutely. That's what I would say. I, I would always, I would always say anyone and everyone go to take counsel and, and, uh, and work those, work those high school scrimmages because you get the same type of uh, mentorship and, and clinicians as you would get at, 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 at stars and stripes Academy or any other big, uh, big name camps, because, uh, they're all there and, uh, it's, I don't think it's as much pressure there and, and you just can get better and just don't worry about making mistakes and make them there. That's what I would say. You can make a mistake at take council on day one, but once they make <laughs> improvement <laughs> on day three, they like, okay, you listen, that's right. Other camps, that's right. You make that first mistake. You're, yeah. That's it. Yeah. They write you off. Like, all right. Name's gone off the list. So, so outside of the two of you guys, iron sharpens iron, who has been some of you? your mentors that has guided you to the process of where you at now. Wow. Let's go with, let's go with you, Dwayne first. Um, well, I, like I've had a, a lot of mentors along the way. I see one name up here and uh, Tyler might mention the same person, but uh, Matt Mills um, early on, I met him at the first take council, just a whiz with the, uh, with the rules and I'm kind of a rules geek as well. So um, I kind of picked his brain early. So that helped. And he, he kind of showed me what actually really knowing the rules looks like, right? Versus what I thought <laughs> I knew, right? <laughs> um, then just other guys, um, Gary Reed has been a huge um, influence. I met him my first, um, the first time I was a candidate and the first time I charted penalties for a crew. Uh, Gary Reed was on that crew 
and he saw me. He's like, hey, here's my number. What, you need anything? Let me know. You know how Gary is. And uh, from that point on, we've had a friendship since then. So that was like, that's probably like 2010 or something, 2011 probably. Um, those two uh, folks. And then, um, I mean, I, I'm going to come back to Tyler because like he, to me, he's, he's had one of the bigger influences on my career just because the way we challenged each other coming up together. So, um, yeah, I think probably those three just right off the bat. Then there's a lot of other people. Right. You know, right. From, yes. Right. And how about you, Tyler? Uh, outside, outside of Dwayne. Yeah. 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 Uh, locally, a, a guy named Mark Cook, retired Big Sky official. Um, he was he was kind of the hard headed real you know, he was, he challenged us in our, in our local meetings. Uh, and I mean, challenged Dwayne too. We, I, I, I witnessed it and, uh, he was good at that. He would, he'd always ask you, are you sure? You know, and not only, not only when you were, he, he knew you were right, but he wanted to see how confident you were those types of things like that. Um, I thought that was huge. Um, and we try to, we, tr we still try to eliminate some of that stuff today with some of our, our younger guys. But again, uh, Matt Mills, uh, was same. I remember I, he was the first guy I saw in 2013. And uh, I've say, I've said this on our podcast that uh, that was the first guy that really or I really wanted to try and uh, be like as far as understanding and communicating what the rule book says. And then John Braun has been huge for me too. Uh, he's been he's always had his phone open or his email open, and uh, and uh, he's been great as well. And uh, so those are really the three. Um, but I, I'm telling you, Dwayne and I together, um, I, I don't think. I mean, I can speak for me. I don't think I could be where I am today without him uh, because of the way we would work together. And that made us better. So, so I had a, a, a chance to see the, sh the steel sharpen the steel back in 2016. Uh, <laughs> you witnessed the punchback? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first time I met uh, Dwayne and Tyler was uh, SASA 2016. And yeah. it was actually... Uh, the way they have it set up is that there are, uh, you know, uh, a plethora of, of Big 12, Pac-12, uh, I mean, just across the board uh, mentors that are helping the crews. And our mentor for that year just happened to be Matt Mills. Mm -hmm. So they do a whole draft sequence and everything. And I was lucky enough to get drafted with the guys. And uh, I think, I really think during that year, I think I saw... Uh, not that I had seen the guys before, but I saw that cohesiveness that they had and moving forward uh, didn't surprise me with the things they did uh, moving forward, man. It's just, just, I was glad to be there and see it, man. Thank you. And I, so Monty was uh, riding y'all coattails at the camp. I mean. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what I understand is that. I, I thought Monty had, had a question. Had, I got a great I got a great story. I got a great story about that. If you want, is to it a great story about it, Monty? It's got Monty. Yes, it's no, it's a story. True story. Monty's oh, involved. I wasn't even on the crew. Tale? I was is an alternate. Tale or story? No, no, it's a story. <laughs> okay, true story that he might not like it, but I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I was I wasn't even on the crew. I was an off field guy, so I wasn't yeah. even working. I was, but I was blessed to be the alternate on the crew, so I was charting fouls. And I was behind, I was on Monty's sideline 
And John Braun was, was kind of the clinician on that side of the field, Monty, if you remember. Absolutely, absolutely. And I remember this thing that there was a, a dead ball situation. The ball, the, the ball was dead in the field of play somewhere. I don't remember the, the, the exact play. But I remember Monty looking back for a, uh, the ball boy and asked for a football. And Monty put it at his feet. And John Braun, you remember this, Monty? Absolutely. John Braun yeah. says, what the, what is that? And he goes, and I think he used the word ghost ball or something. I don't remember the term. Uh, and he goes, what the, fuck? get that thing out of there. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is, this is what real feedback is, looks like. And I, cause I, I hadn't experienced that yet. And, uh, you know, we try things that we think works and, and, right. and those guys will quickly tell you, no, that's not how we do things. And, uh, and Absolutely. I thought that was uh, uh, an eye-opener for me as, a, as experiencing <laughs> that moment. And to the expense of Monty, but I, I got some – I learned something there for sure. Hey, that's – I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you still mess up, though. Well, that's, that's life. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I strive to be perfect. I know I'm not perfect. That's right. So, guys, Iron Shopping Iron, what made you guys decide to start the podcast the rule 11 podcast what made you guys <laughs> jump into because we've so, been at it for a short period of time now yeah and these two is already driving me crazy <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it was kind two, of two words you can you can use just for the short story two words <laughs> two words for me oh uh, ball position that's it i think it's more than that though, <laughs> it is right? more than that but that's what we so like to we say. So we'll talk about the ball position thing in a minute, but I think leading up to it, we're doing our, you know, helping each other out. Yep. And for like, I want to say six months, maybe six to eight months, mm -hmm. Tyler and I decided to send each other a question a day. We texted each other a question a day yep. Yep. to, um, to just improve our, um, our skills with the, uh, with the rules. And so from that, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, Hey, we got like, I don't know, a hundred questions or something like that. Why don't we put them in a, on a, um, on a sheet and like make it a preseason quiz for people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first thing we produced as a kind of, we put it on the, under the uh, NIL for way uh, umbrella, but it was us too. And then that thing got, was super popular across the country. Mm -hmm. So it's like, huh, let's try to maybe do that again. And then, then we started talking about vault, like some things that, um, like with officiating, as you guys know, a lot of it is through word of mouth, right? Like you can't open oh, up yes. a book somewhere and learn everything you need to know. Yep. It's word of mouth. And one of those things is ball position. And so, you know, you're, the first time you encounter it, you usually um, are taking a quiz and it says, um, this is that ball position one. And you're like, what the heck is a ball position? What does that mean? And uh, somebody tells you, and then you know from there on. So, so ruling start eleven started because of that. Those sorts of things, right? Like we we know those things now, but somebody new does not know about those things. And so that's when Tyler and I was like, uh, and then um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how 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 do we get from there to to podcast, but. <laughs> Oh, I, I can tell you that. Yeah, but. go ahead. <laughs> well, I was, I was. The man has a studio in his house. He, well, <laughs> he, he, yeah. did, he didn't. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was venturing in, in another, another area of field uh, to try and start a, a, a separate kind of 
entrepreneurial career and, and, and buying some recording and stuff. And, and Dwayne says, Hey, you know, well, actually, no, I first started recording the rule book. I was trying to record the rule book, reading it and, and put it on, on an MP3 so I can listen to it as I'm driving. And I've actually like, heard a couple of those. Man, he's fantastic. like, why don't we, why don't we use this? And why well, he first says, do you, have you ever heard of a podcast? I'm like, what is that? And uh, so he, he mentioned, Hey, let's, let's do some of the stuff we do together and just record it because some of the stuff that we talk about it's at times, you know, where, where it was, uh, was real helpful to, to us. And so we figured, Hey, maybe it's helpful to somebody else. And so that's kind of how it all started. And it just yeah. kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we, we were talking to people all the time. Like we mentioned my, Matt Mills and Gary and John and all. Of, and then we're like, we're having these great conversations with all these people mm-hmm. that no one else will ever get to hear. Right. And so why should we just be kind of privileged right. with that? information well, that's, be, that's because you guys have that small number of officials that are trying to get in those conferences can't tell yeah. everybody everything <laughs> <laughs> you gotta leave yeah. a couple things in the pack for yourself <laughs> yeah. yeah so you so, that was what 2018 when you guys started the rule 11 no, no 17 i think we just finished was it 20 yeah because this we just finished our third season right? yeah. man yeah. yep <laughs> right. So you guys just fin- finished your third season. What has been uh, the biggest change from season one to now season three of you guys starting that podcast? Hmm. Um, <laughs> what, what's different? I, I think it sounds a little bit better. Yeah. 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 I just think us, us learn how to talk with one another a little bit more cohesively and, and with, with, um, and being interviewers being, you know, a little bit better at that. Uh, yeah. the quality has gotten, has gotten better. Um, the, you know, yeah. everything has gotten better. I mean, if you listen to the first one to <laughs> the 85th one, you can tell a difference and it's just because it's like, you know, you get better at everything when you practice. So that's all. Yeah. And practice. Now- practice. <laughs> yeah. You snuck, you snuck that in, right? <laughs> We were fortunate early on to have um, some guests that kind of gave us some legitimacy. Oh, right? um, Gary was our first guest. Yep. Um, and so he did it just because he's a friend. Yep. John Braun came on early. And then we got, um, we got Mr. Coleman, David Coleman, to come on. And that, that was, was huge for us. He was like, what? <laughs> that was at that clinic, Cravon. It was at the okay. clinic. So we were okay. at that clinic. <clears throat> and um, he meant, I don't know if Gary mentioned to him or something like that. And then uh, we asked him and he's like, sure. So, cause he's, um, he's progressive like that. He, yeah. you know, yes, he's, he uh, he's looking for like the new latest and best thing. So that gave us early uh, legitimacy. More and more people came on that first year. Uh, so um, we, I don't know that we thought we could get past the first year. Right. <laughs> But it's it's been a fun fun it's ride. Been fun. Yes, been fun. So now, how many episodes are you guys in? Eighty five, yeah. I think. 86, yeah, we just there. finished eighty five. Just finished eighty five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what for you guys personally now? Because we all know, as far as football officials, 
we're watching film, you know, even during COVID, we're watching film, we're staying busy, we have home lives, we have work. How is it now to just continue on coming up with the, you know, episode after episode for you guys each and every, because you guys do probably what, 12 to 20 episodes a season, somewhere in there? More than that, almost yeah. 30. <laughs> More like oh, okay. 30. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it's hard. It's, it is hard. So I don't know if we're crazy to, to set, we, I mean, we set the bar pretty high doing one a week. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe, but, um, but it's worked out and we, we only, we do it in all in the football off season, whatever that means right now, but <laughs> it's usually from uh, end of January or early February to, um, to preseason. So like in August we, we'd stop. Yep. And during the normal season, um, like now, we would uh, just focus on on football. So punching back, <laughs> right? <laughs> keep that, keep that punch back, Chris. Yeah. Well, now, now, now you're back, Judge. So That's it's right. pumping up that clock, That's right? right. Pumping up that oh, play yeah. clock. Yeah. Yep. 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 So outside of David Coleman, is there any other guest that has been kind of surprising to you guys? Like, wow, you know, I'm sitting now talking <laughs> to this person. I know because we've we're only a few episodes in and I'm like, oh wow, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm shocking myself. So I can only imagine you guys being 85 episodes in. David Coleman is a is a is a great guest. Is there anybody else that you were sitting back saying, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. A lot of them. A, a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Dan Capron. You know, John O'Neill. Yes, Jeff Flanagan, okay. Brandon Cruz, well, Steve. Steve. I mean, Shaw. Steve, that's, that's Steve Shaw, Shaw Steve Stremling. Yeah. All of those guys are amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Mike Defee. Mike um, Defee. Yeah, What's so, the umpire? What's the umpire? Um, uh, Tom Quick. Tom, Tom Quick. Quick. Tom Quick. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Quick I mean, guy. <laughs> there it is. That's right. Oh yeah, we dropped a lot of names there. <laughs> yeah. So you, I mean, you gotta remember we started with both small college guys, right? Yeah. And so first of all, we started yes. we were like, who are we to think absolutely that we can do something like? I this, still right? think that, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, yeah, go ahead, Craven. No, no, I think it's great because I listen to you guys' podcasts. I, th- I think it's great. I think a lot of podcasts. I think a lot of people listen to it, you know, just for in a sense, background noise is, Mm -hmm. but for us as officiating, you guys' podcast is great because it's all about the rules. And the best thing about it is you guys still challenge each other, um, which is nice. And when you have something that you question, you guys are open enough to admit, even if it takes another episode where you guys got to come back a couple episodes to correct it. Like, Hey, we talked about this, but this is the correct way. Or, you know, this is the, you know, philosophy that we're, you know, natural yep. philosophy that we're going off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's been a tremendous help as part of you guys' podcast is being open and honest with it. Because I think that's the greatest rule studies is when you have whoever's yeah. in charge of it willing to make a mistake and then come back and say, like, hey, this is how do we correct it? Because we all know our greatest memories on the football fields are mistakes, mm-hmm. not the stuff we do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the things where you're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, that hey. resonates with you forever. How, how about this? Wait, when you do the ah, oh, crap, and then you got to wait seven days to, to right. actually correct <laughs> right. that. Oh, man. That's like, right. that's like you know, can't it's flush worse. it for seven days. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so with this, you guys have been doing this 
got all those big time names and you hit a, a significant, significant milestone, a hundred thousand downloads. That That yeah. is a That's fantastic crazy. thing. I couldn't believe it. We, yeah, we kind of looked at it one day. I think Tyler looked at it. He's like, Hey, we're go, almost hey, at 100,000. Yeah. You know where we're at? We're like 97,000. <laughs> like this might take two weeks and we might be there. I yeah. couldn't believe it. And that's a yeah. testament to all the football officials is all it is. It's not, you know, we'll take some credit, but it's, it's everybody who listens and downloads and, you know. and shares it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, yeah. that's how we, I mean, a lot of people did a lot of sharing and, and talking about what we do and, and that's how the numbers got up. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great podcast to send anybody to beginners, veterans, right. anybody can go to it and listen to it and get some out of it, which is, which is amazing. And, and we need more of it, you know, thankfully because of technology officiating has become more coast to coast and regional right. uh, yeah. between camps and now zoom meetings and all these different things, their regionalization of college football, especially is starting to change to where it's really going coast to coast, which is helpful for all of us. Absolutely. Agree. You know, because at, at one point in time, you know, what the Pac-10 did was not what the SEC was doing, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, we're getting better with that now because of camps. Uh, and now COVID is forcing everybody to be on the Zoom and different mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. we're having more exposure uh, coast to coast, which which is good. But you guys, this podcast, really, if I have a brand new official and they needed to get to understand the rules and didn't want to sit back and just read the rule book, because let's face it, reading a rule book doesn't always give you the answer. No. Yeah. It, it sometimes just gives you <laughs> 15 more questions. Right. I got more the caveat. Than, than and I got the exception to the exception <laughs> of yeah, the exception. caveat that it's not in the rule book because they sent it in a memo three years yeah. ago right. <laughs> or nine years right. ago. You're right. Not, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and they still haven't put that memo into yeah. the rule book. Right. Yeah. And I think yeah. they're doing a better job of that here in the, in the going future to start to, to close some of those loops. So I think what should be good. Which is they still haven't closed the loop of the, <laughs> uh, what's, what's the one that kills me the most? The, a legal four pass downfield when the passer has already made the line of game is still not made the rule book as far as a 10 second runoff, but it's in the memo. Huh? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave us that. Uh, well, we're with rule 11. So I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving you guys your first, <laughs> Uh, episode of next season is <laughs> let's get uh, Steve Shaw and all of them to go about 10 second runoff. So inside of a minute, we're talking rules, Ashante. Sorry, I see your face. <laughs> <laughs> Under a minute in either half, yeah. the passer goes beyond the line of game and then throws an incomplete illegal for illegal forward pass. Yeah. Shouldn't be, right? Got to be incomplete, right? <laughs> so but let's yeah nah, we don't need to talk we don't need to talk yeah, we're right. on the outside You're right <laughs> so what but we don't know what the offseason is anymore yeah that's right <laughs> we don't we don't know what it is we don't we don't know what we are I, i'm kind of concerned that this may be our preseason right now we don't know it <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's scary right you get the calls and you're not ready for it right so, the, the big the big 12 is supposed to be voting tomorrow to start at the end of uh, October now, so we'll see. Oh, Big Ten, excuse me. Big Ten, yeah, Big Ten. 
Well, the uh, Big 12 haven't started yet either. We saw Kansas State <laughs> true, yeah. hire the state. Oh, they did. So, what's the goal, guys? What What's the goal? What's the goal to that you guys want to get to in officiating and with the podcast? Like, where Where do you want to take this thing? Well, go ahead, Dwayne. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know that answer. What do you say? As long as we um, wake up tomorrow. So in, in rule, as far as rule eleven, the goal, yeah. I have no idea. To be honest, I have no idea. There is no goal. I mean, it's right. we're really year to year. I mean, it's hard to come up with this stuff week in, week out. And Dwayne does a great job. I know we work together at it, but uh, he does a great job at that. And it's just it's each week, it gets hard to find new content. You can't talk about the ruled book week week after week. Either you're gonna cover shit all over again or you're going to get bored of it or that's why we have guests to break that stuff up but i don't know what the goals are there i don't i don't know with that yeah um yeah i don't know i think we've uh i mean the the, the ultimate goal was just to help people right? right which is we've done we've been doing that for a while mm-hmm. um we can continue to help people if we can figure out ways to continue to help people we'll keep doing it so yep, yep. i think that's that there um, so what's what's the on-field goal for both of you? <clears throat> I mean, outside of the podcast, you guys are both still yeah. currently officiating. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we understand it. It's, it's been a grind. You know, each area has its own grind to it. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have done a lot of grind through camps, which is expensive, right, which ha- right. people have to understand that is, is very costly because it's not too many camps in the Pacific Northwest, if, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, there's flights and time away from work and time away from wife and family and so on but what's what's the on the field goals for each of you well i mean you want, you want me to start Dwayne? yeah please well mine's simple uh i when i got <laughs> hired in uh with the nifoa i i chatted with um my ex-supervisor mike mr mike burton um, great guy uh about college football and uh after having a pretty honest conversation with him um, I'm, I, I had my head that I'd like to try and get to some FCS division one conference at some point. So the big sky conference is kind of my goal. Um, yeah, but I've always said, you know, if I'm, if I'm in the GNAC for my whole career, let's, let's do it and uh, let's have a good time. But, but my ultimate goal would be to work for Carl in the, in the, in the big sky conference that's, you know, in our region area. Now, do you have, uh, uh like our host Monty here that, you know, <laughs> sections himself out to everybody i had to say it politically correct is it all on the field do you have for you tyler do you, is replay ever an option or is it just totally on the field for you it's totally on. <laughs> just on the, <laughs> I'm a, uh, no on the field i i don't i don't have any aspiration to go to replay to be honest with you okay I hey dwayne how it. about you <laughs> i wouldn't recommend it to anybody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my, um, my goals are to just keep getting better, yeah. uh, where I'm at and, um, you know, hopefully uh, some good things will happen. So, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in a great conference. Cravon, you were in the conference before. Um, it's just, a, it's probably the best FCS conference in the, in the country, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. If you look top to bottom. Um, so I'm in a great spot. Uh, I don't ever like to think that I'm settling like I'm set. I've arrived and I'm there. So I'm <clears throat> just going to continue to work hard. Um, and, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, want a, you want a good track as the first year. Hopefully the happen, ultimate yeah. as a championship. That you're on Amen. a good track. <laughs> right. You 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 start you started off strong. Now you gotta you gotta push yourself to you know continue on. Don't don't let that be the plateau standard. You know, you gotta, right. you gotta, exactly. you gotta push yourself push yourself beyond that. But I think that's yeah. all of us in officiating, right? right because absolutely. it's it's hard for us to say you know, it, there's no perfect way. I think we talked about in our previous episodes. It's just put yourself in the right position and hope something. Hope good somebody happens. quit. Mm-hmm. It's right. it's all we it's all we can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. hope more conferences go to eight officials. They get <laughs> hurt. Retired, they quit. Yeah. Or right. they they get divorced. Yeah. Right. Well, we, we never we never wish anybody getting hurt, but you know the NFL can go to nine officials maybe on the field one day. You know, just more people getting hired that pushes everything up. Is kind of right. the sense that all we can really really hope for is just to put ourselves in a position to. And it's it's interesting for me talking to you guys because with us here in Southern California, we do have community college. We have. I think 31, 32 community colleges in Southern California. 37. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's 37. I don't think it's that many that play ball in Southern California. You haven't played junior college. You haven't officiated that in a while. (laughs) You haven't been with us for a while, buddy. (laughs) 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 There it is. There it is. We don't like to play it for Craven. I I hate to say it. We don't like to play that. (laughs) (laughs) But but anyway, you know, it's talking to two guys that's from an area that really had to – use the camps to push out of your area just to kind of get that next jump outside of your local area. I mean, your local area is good because you guys do have the GNAC that's kind of Pacific Northwest heavy. You have the NFOA, which is Division Three, mm-hmm. that's all Oregon and Washington, right? All the Correct. schools yeah. are in that area. So so that's, that's helpful to you, but outside of that, it's trying to go from that level to now jumping all – you basically got to go from high school to division three to next, the big sky, right. which is Pretty, yeah. a, a big jump. Yep. So you have to get out of your area and you guys have, have made that trek. And on top of it now, you guys have really exposed a lot of new people or just a lot of people to getting engaged in the rule book and kind of see what we do in the off season. Cause that's all of us We're we're breaking it down. We're trying to, you guys are part of that, you know, rules questions you guys said you came up with a hundred question test that's difficult yeah, everybody amen. knows that coming up with questions each and every week yeah it's Ooh. it's not this if unless you're tr- copying somebody else's but literally <laughs> sitting back yeah. just trying to come up with legit questions every single week it's not the easiest thing to do no no uh, it's one of the hardest things that we i think done. we've done is yeah. try to write these tests that was the we, hardest thing i think we've done yeah, which we we don't write them anymore. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was quick. <laughs> we did hard, it for the, we did it for two, two years, years, right? Two years. Yeah. We so should do before, them monthly. Yep. Before we get to the under review, uh, let me guys. I know you guys also started doing some virtual camps with Rule Eleven. How has that gone mm. so far? Um, it it was an idea we just yeah. kind of had. Um, I mean, we had we've had a lot of ideas over the the years, and one we don't we just don't have time to do all these things and do a, a football officiating. Um, but it, we and did a virtual, and jobs and everything else. And jobs, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's jobs too. Yeah. Um, so we we tried two virtual officiating clinics, um, 
and they were pretty successful, um, at least by the, the numbers that, that showed up. And I think those were, um, I think they helped uh, shape kind of the virtual uh, virus, virtual clinics they yeah. did recently. Yep. I don't know if right. you heard about the big 12 yes, guys. Sir. Yes, sir. Um, and then what they're doing now with the pure officiating. So, um, so although we didn't continue on with it, I think they took it to the next level and, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, got that going. So that was, so that's good to see. Yep. 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 Excellent. Excellent. So something venture, something game, but you guys have moved beyond that now that everybody is doing, I mean, cause you guys were doing this before the whole, pandemic the world were forced to do zoom this was something you guys thought of prior to all this happening yeah the first one right yeah it yeah. was and it, but you know we asked we asked some 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 pretty solid people you know to help us with that and uh right and that was helpful i mean that was that's what probably drew some of the attention um and you know with all the credit going to the the people that continued it on um took that that uh, small idea and and actually made it something you know great for uh, for a lot of people to 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 uh, to get gather some stuff from and, and learn from. So okay. I, I'm happy where it went. And uh, but like Dwayne said, we can't we can't do every idea we got because it's just too hard and enough time. And <laughs> we can't stay married for 19 years if we do all that stuff. I tell you that right now. There you go. <laughs> I understand. I understand. So Monty, you ready for the rule? I think so. Because uh, I see Ashante trying. But we still can't hear you, bro. His sound is this. We going to cut this part out, but yeah. thankfully his microphone cut out so we don't have to listen to him. He just got to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be killing him. Man. <laughs> exactly. Man, you had the best question, but man. Sure man, sad. nobody in the world heard it but you. <laughs> you and them Jordans behind you. <laughs> all right, fellas. So what would – all right. So what we'll do now is – uh, we're going to go under review. So what uh-huh. I'll do is I'll, I'll alternate the questions to you guys. Okay. Um, here we go. All right. Let's start out with Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Where has officiating allowed you to travel had it not been for officiating? Um, Minnesota. What's in Minnesota? Um, University of Minnesota Mankato, I think. University yep. of University of uh, was it is it Duluth? I don't I don't remember yep. that other place. Minnesota so those, Duluth, and Minnesota Mankato. Duluth, and Minnesota Mankato. Those two schools. I would have never been there probably if it wasn't for football. Hold on, let's not downplay that too much. That sounds like yes, a sir. playoff game. Yes, sir. That was a playoff game. Two playoff games. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, you so said it, Craven. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Well, wait, wait. What was the temperature at kickoff? Uh, well, one year, <laughs> oh, yeah, one multiple year. years. <laughs> oh, first year it was, it was real cold. I don't know, Dwayne, you were working the game. I was the alternate. Uh, come on. Where's it at now? Uh, <laughs> hey, man, that's hey, they didn't ask the, me to go in the shade, <laughs> in the shade. It had to be, uh, I don't Spangle know, digit. 18, 19 degrees. Oh, oh. Yeah, and, and you then, were the alternate, so you couldn't even yeah, run around. And, it, oh, and, it, and I was oh. on that, and I was on the the side of the field that was in the shade the whole day. Oh, it was why brutal. would you not move to the other side? Because I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there was more. <laughs> uh, 
What then it was want? a snowstorm in the second half. In the second half. Oh. Yeah. Then it, oh. yeah, that was great. In the six inches of snow or something. <laughs> that was fun. But that wasn't as cold as the week before. But then the right. next year, it was, uh, it, was, it was pretty cold again. I mean, it was probably in, I don't know, 30, 31. It wasn't as bad as the year before. To be oh, no, with you. thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm used no, to the Central you. Coast weather. It's, yeah. uh, I think, yeah. a heat wave of 100 everywhere else in California, and I'm a mm. mommy. 76. <laughs> <laughs> Anything under 60 for me, I'm, I'm cold. I, I, you know, I, every time we're in the Washington area, uh-huh. I, I try to go long sleeve, period. It's just, it's, <laughs> so that's right. just me. All right, Dwayne, here we go, baby. All right, Dwayne. What career accomplishment has made you the most proud? Wow. Uh, um, Well, I think anytime you make the playoffs or you get a call to go to the playoffs, that's that's a great call. Your season, your regular season's over. Everybody's, you know, waiting on that Sunday. And then you get a call and your supervisor's telling you, you know, would you accept this assignment to go to the playoffs? Like you wouldn't say no, but. <laughs> and, uh, don't they always no, do that? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. an easy yes. <laughs> um, so. That was pretty good. Um, but I guess, the, I mean, when I look back after all of this, the, maybe the biggest accomplishment might be doing the Rule 11 stuff with Tyler. There you go. Like, I mean, I um, like how many other people are going to be able to say that? So, so Monty, let me, let, me, let, me, let me audible our normal question for Tyler. Sure. If, uh, under the hood. Tyler, what has been your biggest sacrifice due to it? officiating Ooh. I, I just have to say time really um I, I, there's we spend so much time in this um in this avocation whether it's work in football or, or in, and now with Dwayne and I in, in in rule 11 the time we take away from our normal lives has got to be the biggest thing that that I've uh, I've given up because I got a lot of stuff I can be doing and uh so time I'm just gonna I'll say that time Go ahead, Ashante. All right, so we're going to move on. <laughs> so, man, uh, so I'll say it again, man. Uh, but wait, 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 wait. Well, we still him. have one more question. You got to ask Dwayne. You got to ask Dwayne. He, he, he experienced it this year. Oh, oh, oh. oh I thought what the happened? audible was that you were going to ask no. that question. I, that was no, it. I didn't want to ask it to Tyler. Because he hasn't experienced to. it yet. I wasn't going to. I got common sense. <laughs> so, but we got to ask. All right. You here ain't we go, got Dwayne. no sense. <laughs> All right, Dwayne. What do you think of when you hear the R say the previous play is under review? <laughs> um, what do I think? Well, it depends. If I just made a call. And uh, he says it after that. Then I'm thinking, did I get that right? Or, uh, but if it's somebody else, then I start going into um, replay mode, which is just kind of talking to my sideline partner about um, what's going to happen if this is overturned or <clears throat> if it's just, if it's confirmed. Um, just trying to keep my head in the game and not, you know, sort of treat it as a break from from anything. So. 
that's kind of what I think of. So you're jumping into all the options. <laughs> so I'm jumping into no, all the options. You, you missed the biggest point. He said, but if it's a play that I just appreciate, <laughs> 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 he's like, oh, shucks. <laughs> Mama, what did I do now? <laughs> so does I think it's a, a real question here is, though, with the with you going through the process of thinking through those options, how much has Rule Eleven helped you with clarifying your thought and communicating that to everyone around you? Oh, um, I mean, just Rule Eleven in general, with uh, those sorts of things. I mean, we pick up so many things from talking to people. I mean, we're fortunate to be able to talk to. We talked to I know eighty five shows. We had to talk to at least sixty or so people um, during those shows and you just pick up so many things, including uh, what to do kind of during the, during replay stoppages. Um, so yeah, rule 11 helped in that a lot. Awesome. Um, awesome. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> we, uh, we can hear you. All right. Welcome back. Fremont mentioned back. earlier the story of you being at Tate console. And can you describe that Scott Typher and Apollo incident as a <laughs> oh clinician, God. as your first camp? Uh, my first, so yeah, that was my first camp. <laughs> you know, we're sitting in um, this huge auditorium, kind of a amphitheater style kind of auditorium. And so um, who's giving a presentation? Oh, uh, Apollo's giving a presentation, right? And on on holding the different categories of holding, and so he asked Scott Typher to come down to um, help him demonstrate some of the holding. And so, if you know these two guys, they're both big guys, and Apollo's you know he's a physical trainer, and Typher you know he's the kind of guy you want to go into a bar with because you know he's not going to let anything happen. And so they start going, at, start demonstrating like grab and restrict. So he grabs it, um, Scott, and restricts him, right? And then they go into, like, uh, <laughs> hook and restrict, and then takedown. Takedown was obvious. And Scott didn't want to go down, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Apollo's trying to twist them down to the ground, and they're just get, they end up getting to a wrestling match <laughs> in front of all of these, like, young officials, like, and- like – <laughs> These guys are supposed to be professional. There, and, uh, <laughs> this is what there. not to do. Is it the head coach? <laughs> so they let is it the head back. coach there too? <laughs> I think so. I think uh, the head coach at the time, Coach Lamb of of the of Southern Utah, he was sitting in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these guys let the competitiveness, they, they did not want to give each other an inch. So mm. um, it, it ended up being hilarious. The greatest moment in camp history. I <laughs> have. <laughs> I have been to so many camps as a camper or a clinician, and I have not seen a moment like that any better. The only thing that was better than that moment that nobody was able to witness other than a handful of us was the ride back from Southern Utah hmm. to Las Vegas hmm. with Apollo being in the car. Oh, I was in, I was in there. I was in the oh, car. you were there? Yes. Hold up. So oh. describe that, Dwayne. <laughs> I heard Apollo stood up in the van. Is that true? <laughs> he stood up in the van. No. So Marvell, you know. Oh, he was probably just joking. I knew another name. Marvell was in the yeah. back, 
you know, talking junk, right? <laughs> and then Apollo, he just punked everybody in the van. <laughs> he was he turned around and he's like, because we had given a mess about how Typher was um <laughs> was handling him. And he, and he turned around and said something like, Okay, any one of y'all, I'll handle any one of y'all right now. Yeah. <laughs> any, the whole van got just quiet. Nobody said nothing. But no, the greatest comeback <laughs> to that was Chuck then said, You didn't say that to Scott yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, Chuck was the only one that could say something after that. Right, <laughs> right, right. Oh, man, that is those two moments when it comes to camps were if you were witness to them, they will be the, the fishtail stories that you will be telling mm -hmm. your great grandkids, hopefully someday, or some young official. Man, way back when I went to this camp, and that's the story. That was a two-hour drive, right? How long was that drive from Southern Utah to Las Vegas? Two. So y'all gave half. this man that much flack that he shut the <laughs> for two hours? Oh, I had a headache before we got back. I was laughing so much. I had a headache. Uh, yeah. Dwayne, you was there? Man, that I, was there. I remember. Who I remember the most is uh, Papashak driving. Oh yeah, was 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 because so he was just sitting in there like, oh lord, yeah. <laughs> That's classic. That's classic. Hey everyone, we're gonna break the podcast fourth wall here. Former NFL official number sixty-two Chuck Stewart just happened to be in the van. Let's hear what he remembers. Uh, but we had a. Okay, Southern Utah is about what an hour, hour and a half drive from Las Vegas. We all, at that time we would come out of front with a van from Southern Utah down to Las Vegas. Well, I happened to be in the van where the Apollo was in, and a few people started kidding him about it, and you know, and then we all laughed three or four different times. Now this was, oh, I would say maybe fifteen minutes into the ride. Yeah, we was just starting. <laughs> yeah. And it, it went on and on. And then we had this little restaurant that was area that we stopped off and get a bite to eat. Going back there, and Apollo, I didn't, unbeknownst me, he was upset. And, you know, I'm up there kind of agitated a little bit. And it was just, it was going on back and forth. And the high went and everything. We, he got out that van. He said, <laughs> took something to the effect of, you know, if all you MF was, uh, I kick anybody's blood about <laughs> <laughs> you know, and everybody looked at each other. You know, we didn't realize, and I didn't definitely didn't realize that he was that upset about it. But mm. you know, hey, it challenged his manhood a little bit. Do you remember Marvell saying when uh, Apollo got out the car, saying, "You know, I take all y'all," and Marvell <laughs> said underneath his breath, "You didn't say that to Scott yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He said that. Exactly. And Marvell added, even kept edging on to it. He was the one ringleader that was going on with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was something. So hold up. Yes. On that bus ride, that yeah, it was you, PT, Craven, and Marvell in the same van, and uh, some other folks. Yeah, yeah, it was about nine or ten of us in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, in, in those days, we would just go to, it was a hotel, and we would meet in in Vegas. And then Gary would drive a van. I think Dion drove a van. So, you know, somebody would drive a van back and forth, taking us back and forth. So we were crammed into, it may have been about eight or nine of us crammed into the van. Definitely. 
And uh, he was going to whoop everybody. He was he was going to take everybody. Oh yeah, he was. He you know is really kind of humor because what what we were doing at Good Nation Good Fun and you know how you add somebody on, but it kind of got to the point where you know y'all challenging me. And uh, I just had enough of it. Don't don't do this no damn more. I'm through with this. And I don't think anybody mentioned uh, another word from that point all the way back to the bag to the car. You know, but it it was it was different. It was really funny. We're gonna jump back in with the Rule Eleven fellas now. What? Well, fellas, fellas, this has been oh. been fantastic and 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 really great to see you guys again in this COVID era. Uh, one thing we're 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 emulating what you do, uh, watching what you do, and hey, we're, we're we're trying to be right behind you, and hopefully, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, high tides rise all boats. Man, there's there's enough people out here for the both of us, and let's send them back and forth to each other, and man, just let's keep moving and let's keep grooving, man. Well, thanks for letting us talk with you guys, man. I had a blast. Absolutely. Yeah. No, this is way really- more fun than the, the talking rules. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> But no, truly, thank thank you guys for your time. We appreciate it. And yep. we're just trying to get everybody to realize that, you know, there's more to officiating in any sport, uh, not just football, but in any sport, and just knowing the rules and just showing mm-hmm. up. There's a lot of dedication. There's a lot of sacrifice of time. Mm-hmm. Like Tyler said, that's the biggest thing, I think, for everybody when you really sit back and you think about it. It's the time aspect that uh, we really sacrificed to do this, it's and you never know lo- where it's a going. A lot of lonely drives, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Man. But that's part of it, right? Those two and a half hour rides from from Southern Utah to Las Vegas, those types of rides, is what yeah. makes this thing fun too. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. That that it is because you have stories to tell <laughs> forever, <laughs> and like you guys, I, I I mean, the family and the friendships that you develop through officiating uh, is something that you don't get a lot of places. And I yeah. think that's the biggest experience for all of us is mm-hmm. outside of officiating. I wouldn't be talking to any four of you guys right mm-hmm. now. It, right. it was no way we would be talking to each other. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the amazing thing. And I think football especially uh, has that fraternity, brotherhood, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. family atmosphere. I guess it's probably because – you know, you're either working four man, five man, seven man, now eight man, mm. compared to other sports where you may be out there by yourself, or it's one or two of you, and you're constantly working with different people. Football, it's it's the same group of guys, and it's and it's always a group of a people, you know, that that we're working with. And it's not just one or two uh, people that we're working with. This anywhere from four to seven other people, and then we throw in replay. It can be nine other people that we're working with on a weekly basis. Hey, bro, really- me and Monty don't have replay. We we just <laughs> it's, it's like let, let's stop big timers right now we're not gonna don't don't play it Monty. <laughs> it's 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 not big time it's not big time anybody but it's just that sense of family it's the journey to the games yeah. that we remember more sometimes in the games yep. is it's really what it's all about True. and that's really what we're trying to uh expose to people that that journey around getting to the games and the journeys after the games that, that we all go through that we appreciate. That's awesome. You guys are doing a great job of it for sure. So we're going to make this episode our 11th episode in in the spirit of the Rule oh, 11 podcast. So, man, anything you guys need from us, uh, you got it, man. Right Always. 76 degrees is what I want. 
Hey, any I'm always here. <laughs> but thank no, you guys. Thanks for having us on. Yep. Absolutely. Rune 11, everybody. Dwayne, Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, son. Join us on the next Unofficial Lounge when we talk to three-time Super Bowl official, Mr. Byron Boston. The, you know, the thing I would say is control the things that you can control. You know, there's nobody going to call and ask you if you want to be in the Pac-12. And you have to perform. And if you, if you perform, it'll all happen. But, the, you know, but to be realistic, you know, getting in the NFL or getting in the Pac-12 Big 12, that's not realistic goal. Because there's, there's not very many officials. There's 50,000 officials in the country. You know, that's 121 officials in the NFL. So we all know people that are just as good of officials as we are. They just didn't get the opportunity. There's only going to be so many officials from California in the Pac-12. There's going to be so many from Arizona, so many from Washington, Oregon. There's only going to be so many officials. So you control the things that you can control. Thank you for listening to this episode. Remember to please like and subscribe as the Unofficial Lounge is available on all your podcast streaming outlets, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and Anchor. We look forward to you joining us next time in the Unofficial Lounge.